0: You're listening to the Faith Roots audio podcast with Pastor Willie George. You can watch the full video version of this episode and join the conversation with your comments on the Faith Roots YouTube channel. Simply search Faith Roots on YouTube and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now, here's Pastor Willie George with today's message. Welcome to our series on the Storehouse Blessing. This is episode 14. And I hope you've enjoyed these. I hope you've been challenged by them. In fact, I hope maybe you've even been made to feel a little bit uncomfortable. Because when God is developing you and taking you to new ground, there's a little bit of discomfort with that. And if you felt that, it's because you're growing. And it's because you're going to an even better place. And trust me, there's no place that I'm asking you to go that I didn't first go to with a little bit of discomfort myself. The Cheerful Giver subscribes to a lifestyle of becoming a channel for God. When you view your resources as a finite container, like a bucket, you're always going to be mindful of lack because you see that there's only so much that you have. But when you see yourself as a conduit, a pipe, you are carrying supply from an infinite source you have to learn to see yourself the way that God sees you. I am a channel of blessing for others. I'm not a bucket who runs out. Listen to 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 8 and 9. This is the NIV. And see how God teaches us this philosophy. And God is able to make all grace abound to you. So that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. See, the way a lot of people read this is they read it like this. So that at all things, in all times, you will abound in every good work. That's not what it says. It says, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. In other words, God wants to bless you, but bless you enough so that you can be a blessing to other things. As it is written, he has scattered his gifts to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. Listen, God is looking for people that he can continually use, not for people that he can use up. So when you say yes to God, I'll be a giver, Lord. I'll be a prayer warrior. I'll be a kid's teacher. Whatever it is, don't expect to be used up because God is going to refresh your supply. Refresh your supply so that you can continue because a willing heart is something He has to look far and wide to find. There aren't that many of us. But when He finds you, He will bless you so He can continually use you. He blesses you with plenty even though you are continually blessing others. Let me read that to you again. God is able to make all grace abound to you. All grace, every kind. There is a giving grace and there is a keeping grace. Having all that you need, that's the keeping grace. And then the giving grace is that you will abound in every good work. In other words, every time the buckets pass for some kind of a noble project, you're able to do something. Because God can use you. Now, how does a farmer, a wise farmer, handle seed? There are two elements here that we need to consider. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 10 and 11. It's a continuation of the thought from the previous verses. Now, he who supplies seed to the sower. There are times God will lead you to give something and it is the Lord who gives you the seed to give it. Sometimes you have to say, yes, Lord, when that money comes, when that seed comes, I will give it. I remember very clearly uh, on occasion, uh, the Lord led me to make a pledge or to purpose to do something. One time, God, uh, put it in my heart. Give your mother $500 that we had just gotten into ministry. We hadn't been going long. And the Lord said, I want you to give $500 to your mother. And so I made a decision. I didn't have the $500 to give her, but I told the Lord, I'll do it. You provide the $500, I'll do it. I had been invited to go do a wedding. I had never been paid more than a few dollars for a wedding, maybe $10, maybe $50, something like that, but never a decent amount. I went to go do a wedding for a young lady who'd been in our youth group out in Texas. I did her wedding, her family gave me $500. I knew exactly where that $500 needed to go. I immediately turned around, put that in our bank account, and sent the check to my mother for the $500 that he told me to give. So I made a decision to give that $500 before I had it, but then God provided that money to me. God provides seed to sowers. And when you are given the seed and you don't sow it, and he gives it, the money to you, but you don't sow it, Uh, you won't be getting much of that in the future. So now he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food, now that's what you get to keep. God doesn't want to take everything that comes to you. God wants to bless you with enough to supply all of your needs. And that's what a wise farmer does with seed. He understands some of the seed I'm going to use for bread and some of it I'm going to replant. I can't replant everything. I've got to keep back Some to feed my family, to take care of us because we can't have a farm if we're so weak. We can't even go out to the field to plow. So I've got to have the bread for food. So God's not asking for everything you own. But what you've got to learn to do is to be open to what He challenges you with because He wants to prove to you that you cannot outgive Him. He will give seed to the sower and bread for food and will also supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. In other words, not only are you seeing a material increase, but there is a spiritual development taking place where that you are gaining more and more insight into money and into God's character. You will be made rich in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion and through us, your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. Now when Paul is talking about this, he is still talking about that special relief offering for the church at Jerusalem that had been so generous in giving to missionaries and apostles and disciples to go out and preach to the Gentile world. They supported that. These people owed their salvation to the church that sent the workers to them. And a lot of people don't understand that. They don't realize that even though Christ died for our sins and He's the one who saved us, somebody else had to pay to get the gospel to us. Somebody had to make an attempt, and in many cases it cost a good deal of money. A rich person, by God's definition, is one whose needs are met, and one who has seed to sow in every good work. That's what these verses teach. So you're rich in God's eyes if you have needs met and seed to sow. When I have said yes to God's leadings, what He's done is expanded my ability. He's given me the ability to do even more. Now in the beginning days, I started out with giving smaller amounts, but over time, God began to use me to give even more and used our church to give even more. I remember about 10, 15 years ago, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, one of your missionaries, I'll tell you, it was, it was Jack Harris. He's a great missionary and he's been very effective in India and in Indonesia, all over uh, Southeast Asia, but, uh, and, and I love him dearly, uh, One day the Lord spoke to me as I was in prayer and said, Jack's going to need $50,000 in the next couple of weeks. And so I went to the business administrator and I said, let's begin to put aside money until we have $50,000. I'm going to get a call from Jack. I had this sense, don't call him, he'll call you. Jack's gonna call us, and he's gonna need a good deal of money. So let's put back fifty thousand. That's the number that God put in my heart. So I did. Uh, we put the fifty thousand back. Business administrator told me some later. We did that. We've got the fifty thousand. Well, sure enough, there was a terrible tsunami that hit Indonesia in a Muslim area, and uh, so Jack called me and said, Willie, I need money. If I can get in there now with money, I can rent a helicopter. I can buy supplies. I can get in there and do great works and open up the door for the gospel. And I said, well, Jack, I've already got $50,000 for you because the Lord told me a few weeks back you were going to be calling me. While I was on the phone, the Holy Spirit put in my heart, tell Jack, not only are you going to give him 50, but there's another 30 coming. So I said, we're sending the 50 now. But there's another 30 coming over the next few days. Now that I know about this and what it is, there will be an additional 30. So we gave it. Later on, it was amazing what happened when he was able to go and buy supplies and give commodities, water, toothpaste, medicines, food, all kinds of things to people who were suffering greatly because of that tsunami. And what a great door it opened up. In Indonesia for the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, This is how God wants to use you. God wants to use you to be a source of supply. And when you say yes, it's amazing what He can trust you with. And you will always have the ability to do it. He will not ask you to do something that's beyond your ability. I want to say this. God's not going to ask you to give an amount that's going to lead you to financial ruin. That's not what He wants to do. Leading you to financial ruin accomplishes nothing. That $50,000 did not sink my ministry. It did not put us under under And so what I want you to see is when God told me to give up the house money that Delieve and I had coming that represented 50% of our annual salary. I told you the story earlier in this series. Even if I hadn't gotten a blessing back, that did not wreck us. So God didn't lead me to to dry up everything for the sake of, of one gift. That's not the way God works. When we have ministry babies, the babies are never as big as the mothers. God is not. Not going to ask you to do something that kills the mother. Understand my illustration there. So you can do it. Whatever he will ask you to do, it'll be in keeping and in, a, in, 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 in range of your abilities And you'll be blown away at what he does. I'm excited because I can hardly wait to hear the stories. I'll get testimonies, I know, and emails back to MyFaithRose.com. I'll get those from people who said, this changed my life. I can hardly wait to hear what's going to happen. We'll see you tomorrow.